What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? How we doing? How we doing? What it is? What it do? How we doing? How are you? It's March 10th, a.k.a. Mario Day, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, we back. This is the Puro Cabello Show. This is episode number 105. Uh, feeling fine. How we doing? Doing amazing. And it is, what's today? Today is Thursday. It's Thursday night. It is, yeah, like I said, March 10th. We're just blowing by this month. I can't believe this month has gone by that quickly. We're like a third of the way through that bitch, statistically, I guess, <laughs> mathematically. Uh, but yeah, we back here. Got a lot to talk about. A lot of shit's happening in the world, as you can imagine. A lot of shit's been going on. Um, but yeah, first want to give us, uh, let you know. Yeah, give us a follow. Give us a review. Uh, drop a comment. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Show us some love. Uh, we use the Puro Caballero Show on SoundCloud, on Apple Music, Spotify, and Google. Yeah, that's a <laughs> anyway, you can just tune in. We on YouTube on right now, as you can uh, definitely see, and we doing it live. We fucking kicking it. Um, yeah, <laughs> going on in my life. I'm gonna be hosting a comedy show tomorrow night at the Rent Theater inside the uh, Irish Import Shop here in uh, Los Angeles, and that'll be tomorrow at 8 p.m. 9 p.m. Excuse me. 9 p.m. I'm not gonna be. Anyway, uh, and then yeah, on next Tuesday I'm performing at the Sunset Grill, uh, doing a comedy show there. Shout out to Blake Whistle who got me on that spot. And besides that, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I got a couple of shows going on a few weeks from that. But uh, yeah, just had a just through our comedy show at Ty Angel. We had a good time this last Tuesday. Shout out to everybody who came through. Everybody on that lineup. Um, let's see if I could do it from. Nope, I'm going to look at it. <laughs> Who do we have? We have oh, yeah, we had uh, uh, Johnny Roque, Zach Vetterman, J.P. Butenvito, Angie Stroud, uh, McKenna Jarrell, Nick Simmons. Uh, we got my uh, homie from uh, Stockton. or yeah, I met him up in Stockton. Uh, Bilal Sharmouk, what's up, Billy? How you doing? And we had a couple drop-ins, a couple guest sets. We had Buster Brown on the mic. Didn't bring his drum set today. Or last a couple nights ago, excuse me, fucking all over the place, and we have Austin Scott who I hadn't seen in a minute. Good to see him, and then the homie Stephen Briggs. He closed out the show, so shout out to all you guys. Thank you so much for coming through, doing your part. Uh, we had a good time on Tuesday, and yeah, we're gonna keep it moving. The next show will be coming up on the twenty second, and we'll be dropping that lineup sometime fairly soon. Fairly soon. Wait, now one more comic before we can confirm that. Yes or no, but um, yeah, that's uh, kind of what's going on in my life for comedy. You have too many DJ gigs coming up in the moment. If you need somebody, book book your boy. What's happening? Um, yeah, man, a lot of shit's going on, a lot of sh fucking craziness. You guys been paying crazy gas prices too? It was just me, man. Wild. Prices highest I've maybe ever seen them. Crazy. Ah, wild, wild shit. Obviously, that's a result of the ongoing conflicts going on between Russia and Ukraine. That shit's crazy. Um, everybody's seen a lot of footage and 
on. A lot of civilians getting attacked and citizens, people who are not very personnel. That's been, that's been tragic. I know there's like, I think it was like a, there's got to be more now, but at the time when it a few, like a week and a half since like the insurgents started, there had like a million and a half people who had left the country already. Apparently there was like a lot of people who had left our, like prior to the actual invasion, I guess. They kind of knew what was kind of coming. Um, that's wild. So my you know, heart's out for everybody who's dealing with that, going through the struggle as a Ukrainian citizen trying to fight for or fight to remain independent, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what this end game for Russia is going to be ultimately. Just want to take over the whole country or if they're just trying to show them who's boss. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't I don't know cuz it, it's it takes a lot to to take over a good country, but it takes even more to like run them and control them. So who the fuck knows what's going to happen. Um but yeah, a lot of a lot of waves, a lot of ripples having on geopolitics. Obviously, we talk about oil prices going up through the crazy. So now we got a lot of people trying to promote the idea of producing some more output here in North America or in other parts of the world. So now people are kind of going off against environmentalists, being like, "Hey, man, like we get it. There's a normal situation, but like we in the being a little bit of a crisis, I guess, but I know Elon Musk was asking for that shit, so what's gonna happen? I don't know. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Hurting our wallet right now, that's all I'm that's all we fucking know. So <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if uh how big of a factor that that plays into the way people feel about these conflicts internationally. Very easy to create a pocket with your wallet a little bit, kinda of, uh, put up with like ethically morally I guess like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> wow uh, but yeah crazy 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 shit try not to see all those wild videos happening that shit after a while but fucking insane talks about like crazy bombs being used by the Russians Like the sonics, I, I, I ain't no in here. I ain't no military shit. I don't give shit. So, really that. <laughs> I don't know as it is. I don't know where I'm going. Man, I got a little high up before this. <laughs> a little coffee. But fucking case going, but like, circles right now. Crane, it's all crazy. It's all wild. Wild, wild shit. I don't know if I talked about this last podcast episode because this shit was just like on the precipice of kind of popping off, but, uh, it's kind of wild reading all the stories of how everybody's been, uh, you know, real famous Ukrainians in the fight game have come back to the country to hold it down. I think that's pretty admirable. That's pretty, pretty fucking crazy, considering the fact that they didn't necessarily need to. So, so I know, Vitalishko, um, He's the mayor of Kiev, so he's there. His brother, uh, Vladimir. Flew back in, um, had to arrive via, I think, R across the border from Poland. Pol- I don't, I don't But uh, they're back. Uh, Vasily Lomachenko's there. Alexander, Alexander Usyk is there. Chant current 
champion. Knocked out Anthony Joshua's got a lot of friendly right now. And I think there was a picture of like Miss Ukraine as she was like picking up uh AK forty seven or something like that, but I don't know if that was Photoshop or not, but kinda wild. I've been I've been joking about it a little bit on stage that it's it's that's just admirable. Like imagine if like America had to go send like our famous boxers to, to go fight over there. Like if we had a war going on on our front. Who'd we send? We send the Paul brothers? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> what are they going to do? Film an episode of Impulsive or something over in Kiev? Like, come on. We'll send her over there and he's just going to be duck dodging bullets and not shooting anybody or hitting anything. <laughs> We're going to win this war by decision in the 12th year. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's going to be a long, dragged out war that's going to be. Uh, overpriced <laughs> oh here i go oh shit oh man <laughs> she has to man then trans fighters cross-dressing fighters out there <laughs> all right i'm stop stop man i mean we <laughs> we can't stand rocky no more <laughs> him and drago is like the aarp battle man can't be having that shit Go down. Uh, Dolph Lundgren versus Sylvester Stallone. If they had to fucking just fight each other. <laughs> or again. <laughs> Here we are 30 years later. We got to do it over again, guys. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine if it was like the presidents had to fight each other to determine that shit? Dude, we're, we're fucking toast. <laughs> There's no chance. I don't think there's any chance Biden is able to keep himself upright. <laughs> you know, Putin, the smaller man, I think he's got the the advantage uh, <laughs> Biden right now. Well, looking like his osteoporosis is flaring up, man. <laughs> Break a hip at any second. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, man. Crazy shit, crazy shit going on. Obviously, just the world of sports is just a small sliver of that shit, but that's just, that's, that's all I know. So that's what I'm going to talk about. So sorry, man. Yeah, so there's a lot of controversy right now because a lot of the Russian based fighters apparently are not allowed to fight right now. A lot of the boxers uh, are trying to have some fights coming up. A lot of them have been removed from their rankings from their organizations and uh, have been. Future bouts have been put into question. Some of them were like planning on bouts in the next month or two. So I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with that shit. But uh, yeah, man, so much, so much craziness going on. Uh, Semi-related story. I don't know if you guys saw this. WNBA superstar, superstar, Brittany Griner. You guys familiar with her? Uh, hell of a basketball player, talented player. She's uh. Very well known for having dunked, uh, I think, back in high school, college, and in the pros. So she's pretty athletic, really fucking tall, and real good player, obviously. But uh, she's playing. she was playing for a team in Ekaterinburg in Russia, which a lot of the WNBA players do. They play, they'll play a season in the WNBA, and then during the offseason, during the wintertime, they'll play another, on another international team. And what happens is a lot of these Russian oligarchs, they own a lot of the 
professional franchises there, so they're willing to play top dollars for different sports, um, for like the soccer teams or for you know basketball or what have you. Uh, there's some competitive women leagues out there. They got some good squads as a result of that. So, yeah, she was out there playing uh, during the wintertime. She had apparently gone over there for like seven straight years or seven straight seasons or whatnot. So, you know, she's got a life over there in Russia. Got like some, uh, asshole parent got caught with a weed pen, vape pen. that had hash oils in it in her luggage. And so she got detained. She got arrested. Now, apparently, this is where the story gets interesting. Apparently, this happened like more than a month prior to this becoming public knowledge. All right. So apparently she had this like in February, um, early February or in January. That's when she got apprehended and arrested, taken by the Russian authorities. So apparently she's been there a while. Um, and this is, story is just coming to light. I think last week is when this, this news dropped. So that's pretty fucking crazy. Um, like obviously considering the fact that she had lived there before, she should know what the fuck the rules are and what's, what's good and what isn't and what she should be risking and what she shouldn't. But from what I've heard about like international politics, when you're dealing with people with money and people of interest like that, a lot of times they don't really give a shit and they're turning a blind eye. So there's a lot of people who've been talking online and talking about, uh, maybe was Russia thinking like, all right, this is like a a small thing that we can kind of keep her for. And because she's an American, now we have some uh, leverage so we can do some political maneuvering with, uh, you know, these uh, big foreign powers, you know? Send us one of our spies that you arrested and we'll send you your WNBA basketball superstar. (laughs) So, I mean... Could that have been something that was plot up by the Russians? I don't know. Makes you think and go, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, shit. It's like, hold on a second. Maybe. Maybe. That would be wild if it was, but it's that would suck for her. Be kind of a political pawn in us. But, um, yeah, so, so, like, that's kind of the timeline. It's like, this happened before they invaded Ukraine. But, we gotta we gotta know that they were thinking about doing it prior. So like maybe, maybe. But uh yeah, it sucks. It sucks. You've been listening to this uh, this podcast, you've seen multiple episodes in the past, you know what I think about the war on drugs. It's fucking bogus, fucking stupid. So like there's like a whole argument to be made about that point of it and that fact of it. But I mean other countries they they're fucking play with some of that shit. So it's like you're really risking the biscuit. Um, but considering that, you know, she's Brittany Griner, maybe she had done this before in the past and nothing had happened. So maybe now they're just like trying to have like a little bit more of a fine tune comb over like people who come from America or come from other countries um, of interest like that. So could be, could be a little, could be a combination of both, could be everything, you know. That sucks, though. It sucks for her, too, because she'd been sitting there for a full month before people even, like, realized it. It was apparently, like, people were trying to do, uh, um, like, not a survey, but they were trying to, like, do, go through and find every high-profile American being in Ukraine and Russia at the time. Apparently, they lost contact with her, and 
come to find out after she's in a Russian prison currently. So it's like, shit. but yeah, it sucks for her that like it took that long that story to get out. Now, mind you, I don't know how easy it is to get word of your capture in a country you probably don't speak the language. Maybe she speaks Russian now. She's been there for a minute. Maybe she speaks some Russian, but like place where you're not fluent in, place where, you know, the authorities and like the people in charge, I don't know, book over there, they can kind of be finagled a little bit or, you know, they can kind of have some mistreatment, but not. All right, hope, hope she's home safely, man, because that's, that's a wild, it's wild times. Our times in the world right now, man. Crazy. Crazy shit. But yeah, what's going on? UEFA, FIBA has banned Russia from all international competitions or from all competitions, period. I know they're, they had a team in the um, Europa League who got eliminated just because of that. For exactly which club it was, but uh, they were officially removed from from the tournament. Um... Yeah, a lot of crazy shit. A lot of crazy shit going on, man. Um, moving on, what else we got? Uh, did you guys hear the story about Cain Velasquez going on? Ex-UFC heavyweight champion. And most recently doing wrestling, I want to say, in Mexico. He was was on the WWE roster for a, a hot, hot minute, and then they let him go. But, uh, yeah, the wildest situation. So... He was arrested officially on attempted murder charges on the first of this month. So it's like a week and a half ago, right? So he got arrested in San Jose after he had allegedly chased a car off the road and shot and tried to kill the driver, right? So what happened was he hit the stepfather of the driver, okay? Now, the reason he wanted to murder or harm that driver was because he had apparently had been sexually assaulting someone who was close to him. Now, the reports that it could have been his daughter or could have been maybe like one of his nieces or something like that, but like there was like a little girl in his family who had been sexually assaulted, apparently reportedly had been done over 100 times. That was the word that I read or that I, I heard. So, like, I mean, if I was him in that position, I could understand why he would take those actions to do what he did. Now, mind you, he didn't hit his target. He hit someone else. Granted, that person who was shot wasn't critical. So he was doing all right um, and will survive. Uh, from what I read. But man, like this guy apparently had been released and was back on the street. He had made bail after that uh, the allegation. So if you're Cain Velasquez, you're just going like, what the fuck? How the hell is this guy out here? I can't let that happen. I can't let that go. So I feel like there's a lot of people who are real sympathetic to what Cain did. And the situation that he was in before he took those actions, try to threaten somebody's life, but like, fucking hey, man, like, fucking that that shit is heavy, man. Like, I like I can't come down too hard on the guy because of that, because of that situation, man. So like, 
that part is admirable. The, the fact that you want to be defending your family and trying to, and as best as possible, right or wrong as you see it, especially if you think that the law enforcement is not going to do their part in it to help you out and help the society, the community you live in, the city you live in, the people you interact with and whatnot. Wild fucking shit. And, uh, wild. Yeah, apparently he took him on an 11 mile high speed chase. Came out and shot them. I saw Rogan and a couple other people talk about this, and other people had said that, like, they had preferred it. Why don't they just. Why don't you just drive him off the road and then assault the guy i understand that thought process i can also understand being hesitant to do that considering you don't know what the fuck kind of weapon that guy might have had on him he could have had a, a gun now you're just bringing your fist to a gunfight <laughs> he could have had a knife on him or something you know who the fuck knows but uh yeah all things considered, preferably, he'd probably wish he would have done it that way. So crazy because, like, him physically assaulting somebody is still very, very much a serious act to be doing. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird because I think orally and in, in our conscious, we view that as being something better to do than to go try to shoot at the guys as you're driving, trying to chase after them. But, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting to think about. But, um, man. So, yeah, he got denied bail a few days ago. So, he's going to be behind bars for a while. I know his next court hearing is not until, like, April, late April. Yeah, so he'll be by <sighs> locked up for a second. Um. Crazy shit, man. I uh, I don't know. I wonder how he's gonna try to defend that in court. How they're gonna kind of try to attack that and try to defend himself. But it's just wild. That's just wild. And it's kind of disappointing that the person he tried to hit didn't end up getting punished as much as he could in this situation. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Crazy shit, man. Crazy shit. Oh, man. It's a lot, a lot of wild stuff about game. This other f story that I read, too, was fucking crazy. There's this boxer, little guy. I think one was like 115 pounds or 120 pounder. Guy Guillermo uh, Rigondeau. He lost roughly 80% of his vision following an accident that involved a pressure cooker. Um, happened a week ago on the 3rd. Apparently, he was Cuban, uh, cooking Cuban black beans in a pressure cooker. And it eventually like exploded on him. So it apparently he had serious burns on his chest and on his face and in his on his eyes and his corneas. Eighty percent of his vision was lost. It was that was pretty tragic for somebody who was in still fight career, man. I mean, he's been around for a minute, so like he's not no spring chicken per se, but like man, like he was like a legit 
contender. I think he lost his belts recently. Um, but yeah, he's, he's won belts in I think multiple weight classes. So he's a fucking good ass boxer. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's gotta literally gotta burn. Yeah, <laughs> oh shit. It will sting. <sighs> Specifically the eyes. Um, fucking a man. So do some shit right now, man. I want to do shit every day, but like, fuck, bro. Reading these articles, man. I got a fucking update on my phone earlier today. Somebody, there was a, an office building fire that happened in Koreatown. Somebody got smoked in there. Somebody, somebody passed away. Found a remains. And a filing cabinet, I think, in an office, and yeah, I don't know. It's just fucking wild shit. Wild shit, man. You just gotta live every every day like it's possibly your last, and just enjoy it, man. Fucking enjoy everything until that moment happens, because you never know when it will. <laughs> Fuck or man, losing the vision is something serious, man. I was listening to that Rogan, um, Michael Bisping podcast from earlier this week. The fact that that dude fought for a few years after losing vision almost completely in his one of his eyes, like his right eye, is is kind of crazy. And the fact that he like cheated all like the the eye tests and passed them is also kind of wild. Like he told the story on Rogan, so I won't retell it. But like fucking a man, like mentality of a fighter that that just like yeah, I can go blind, but fuck it what i do <laughs> like yeah, it's a different different type of breed of people man i could hats off hats off i don't know if i could that something to put my health that much at risk but yeah i guess it paid off in the end i don't know i don't know the man the man's got his aches and pains and besides that so kind of crazy <laughs> Oh wow! I'm watching the basketball game here on TNT. You got the Warriors and the the Nuggets. There's a little girl who met Steph Curry, and she's like crying. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, getting all emotional, going wild. Can't believe it. She's hypervalent. Oh my god! <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Oh, what's happening? What's happening? You watching this game too? You watch the Philly game? Alan in the chat. What's happening, bro? Did you watch the uh, James Harden Brickathon? Yes or no? <laughs> yup, yup, yup. Big city. Ah, where was I? Who was I? Who were we talking about? Oh, yeah, vision. Very important. <laughs> Go listen to that Bisping podcast. That shit was crazy. Or if you just cancel Spotify, then I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Um, what else is going on? Uh, NFL news. I'm going to NFL news. Might as well. Might as well. Uh, COVID protocols are gone. No, no longer. No more. They ain't testing people like they used to. I think we made it past that era of... Uh, not knowing who the fuck's gonna play every week because somebody's just uh was standing next to somebody who got sick in the locker room. So I guess that's kind of cool. <laughs> Is it better for your health and for the work environment? I don't fucking know. 
is it uh, going to be beneficial for fantasy football players? Definitely so. Hopefully get back to some normalcy, man. Alaska too crazy, not knowing who the fuck you're going to have. Like, all right, I got to get like three players at every position because you never know if their backup's backup's going to play or whatnot. It was wild. A lot of, a lot of craziness. The yeah, NFL getting back and going. Um, a couple uh, big moves have been happening already. We'll get into that in a second. But first, I want to talk about the fact that Calvin Ridley has been suspended the full season for gambling on the NFL. If you're not aware, he's wide receiver of the Atlanta Falcons. He happened to be on a team, a, a leave from the team, so he wasn't playing or training with the team at the time. Apparently, he had been gone going through some personal issues. Some people said it was mental health issues or whatnot. I'm not sure exactly what's going on in his life. However, the team had excused him from participating, so he was away from them at the time. He was in Florida, and he happened to be gambling on, I think it was a Hard Rock app or something like that. So uh, he was gambling uh, gambling on one of the apps, put in his information, and he made a couple bets. I want to say he only bet, he, he said that he only bet like $1,500, and he lost. I think he had like he had he had a couple parlays. He had a three team, a five team, and an eight team parlay. An eight team parlay, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's, I don't think he's a very uh, very big of a gambler himself, or is very very much aware. Doing an eight team parlay, my guy. Like, come on. <laughs> like, anyway, whatever. Live your life, I guess. Got a lot of off time to <laughs> be betting, I guess. More, or, I don't know. yeah. This is like. Betting, making him go away from the team is that going to make him want to just be like this shit even more and just be like fuck it I'm going to make this money back that I lost but uh yeah don't do that don't don't do that Calvin don't don't listen to my, my advice man be uh just be healthy and just be working out for a full year you'll be the team will pick you up you'll be um the Falcons move on uh, apparently he was, he was close to being traded <laughs> prior to this news coming out a couple of days ago so but yeah, apparently he put some money down, lost that money, lost the bets. Don't know if he bet for the Falcons, against Falcons, whatever, what the parlay was for that week. But uh, that's what he did. Apparently he got flagged and was alerted to the NFL. They did some research. I think they talked to him and he admitted that what he did. Uh, and then they gave him a full year suspension. So, yeah, is it... Deserving the full year suspension? I don't know. NFL's now in bed with a lot of the gaming casinos and the gaming apps and whatnot. So some people have argued, like, is that really the, you know, the tipping point there, I guess. Like, should we really be caring about this shit? But it it really is important over the fact that there's a lot of uh, issues with integrity going wrong with the NFL right now. So, I mean, if you got... If you have people gambling on the games, that can lead to it being influenced by some nefarious people outside of football. You've got the bookies who could possibly help finagle or convince somebody to perform in a certain way, but uh, take a dive or whatnot, or you know, <laughs> there were some allegations. I know Emmanuel and. Uh, Manuel Acho had tweeted some some uh, clips of he put up of Calvin Ridley apparently not trying the hardest on certain 
moment. So like, I think he was trying to insinuate that he was fucking around a little bit. <laughs> but come on, man! Like that's that's like another that's another level past what we know of the situation at the moment too. I mean, like, come on. So yeah, so yeah, so there's issues with the integrity there because if you're we know what happened with the whole Pete Rose situation. He 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 may have gambled on his own team to win, but like it was also an issue because he might not have made the smartest decisions for the long term health of his players. You know, he might put his best guys out there just to ensure the victory tonight, but not necessarily thinking about how they're gonna be feeling for the next night or the you know putting his relievers out there, just keeping his starters in there for long innings and what have you. So you're coaching the NFL, I mean, like, there's so much control you possibly could have over the outcomes. That's kind of, like, ridiculous. And as a player, too, as well. Wild. Wild. If really try to... Yeah, that's... You get caught, but, like, what the fuck, man? This is a lot of chaos that could happen if that did happen and to that extent. So, like, the NFL wants to nip this whole shit in the bud and try to make an example, I guess, of, out of Calvin Ridley. Um, we'll see if he decides to appeal this little suspension, how long it is, but, like, pretty crazy, man. If you think about it, like, the issues with competitiveness don't just stem from, like, the whole gambling aspect of it. It's just, like, people have been bringing up the fact that there's whole allegations of Brian, Brian Flores that we've talked about before where he said the owner of the Dolphins was apparently paying him extra money to get losses on the record so that they can have a high draft pick. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> like that'd be wild. If that is in fact true, that's a much bigger deal than the whole Calvin Ridley throwing a little couple parlays down on his sports betting app. That's a much bigger deal. That's coming from the top down. That's coming from the owner of the franchise, right? So you know, NFL is always trying to make it themselves seem like the most fair and equitable game out there. Despite the fact there's a lot of issues with the reason what the, you know, biases and all that shit. But uh, that's what they try to say. It's like any given Sunday, you know, the whole mantra of just like anything can happen. That's why they play the game, that whole thing. But like any particular game crazy shit can happen and that's just kind of the life of football you know, got those 60 minutes and then that's it so you don't have no three game five game seven game series to figure some shit out it's like it's right now it's, you got to do it now so the unique sport in that regard so like american sports landscape so crazy so if uh see what the deal is draymond green yelling over um, fucking amen. It's quite crazy. So we'll we'll see Calvin Ridley in 2023 apparently because we won't see him the rest of this season or this year. So, uh, get healthy, be ready. I guess I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Don't don't be gambling, Calvin. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. All right, we're talking about some NFL transaction news. Uh, Allen, close your ears. Uh, Aaron Rodgers going back to the Packers. 
on a reported four-year deal. Now, there has been some questions regarding how much money he's going to make. I think it was reported that he had accepted a deal in the range of around $50 million per year to come out to around $200 million. Apparently, around like $150, $160 million of that was guaranteed, which congratulations, my man, if you made that bank, bro. Uh, out of anybody, I guess he deserves it. He's a two-time, reigning two-time MVP of the league. Like, give it to him, man. Give him the money. But uh, we'll see how that does and how that affects the team. The Packers, they're definitely excited to get Rodgers back for what seems to be the last chunk of his career, or very close to it. Try to compete again in that uh, NFC North division where it looks like they'll be the favorites to come out of it once again. So... We'll see if he can kind of get over the hump because they've been short on a couple of these playoff runs these last couple of years. Uh, kind of ended on a little bit of a dour note the last couple of seasons. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens there with the pack. Eighty inches. Well, right now, Devontae Adams he did get tagged on the franchise tag, so the Packers will be bringing him back again. I think they're going to try to possibly negotiate a long-term deal. So that kind of sucks. I was looking forward to seeing him in Silver and Black if he decided to change teams because that would have been dope. That would have been my big preference. Get Devontae reunited with his high school buddy, Derek Carr, or college buddy, excuse me, DC. Go out to Vegas, bro. You got the chance. Go to Vegas, man. Come on, man. Art Adams, bro. Art Devontae. Yay, let's go, baby. Let's do it. Let's do that shit. But uh, So we'll be back for the Packers, I guess, one more season at least. Um, Yeah. That's that. That's pretty much that. Um, always controversy around Rodgers. He was, like, denying the, the reports about, like, how much he made and whatnot. Shout out to Pat McAfee getting the direct line. <laughs> Pretty funny seeing that whole craziness. I like I like following his shit on YouTube. That shit's funny. Uh, what else going on? Oh yeah, this is the one I want to close my ears for because I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about this, but I gotta talk about this. This just happened like yesterday, like or two days ago. It's happened on Tuesday, man. Fuck, bro. Like, still I'm still pissed about it, man. But the Seattle Seahawks are trading Russell Wilson. They're all pro, like, Super Bowl winning quarterback to the Denver Broncos for a fuck ton of people. <laughs> here's, the, here's the deal. It's uh, Russell Wilson and a fourth rounder going to Denver for two first rounders, two second rounders, a fifth rounder, Drew Locke, the quarterback, back up, Noah Fant, their starting tight end. And the defensive lineman, Shelby Harris. Actually, a pretty good player, man. Um, But, yeah, just for, for Russell Wilson and another pick. So, like, a heavy load for a guy. But considering where Denver's at and where they've been in their quarterback position, they can kind of justify doing so. Because these top-level quarterbacks are not necessarily available all the time. This guy can play 
as a top five level quarterback. Now, can he do it consistently as much as he could maybe when he was younger? Who knows? Can he do it in another place, another franchise outside of uh, the NFC West? Uh, you know, we'll see. To be determined. Can he do it in probably the most competitive division in all of football now? Now, looking at it from this point of the season, we'll see. Man has to now play Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr, and the Raiders, the Broncos, or excuse me, the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Chiefs. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. Still going to be tough to visit. <sighs> that was cool, the fact that the Broncos didn't have that great of a quarterback since Peyton Manning left. That was, that was nice not being too worried about that. It sucked that Patrick Mahomes came out. Uh, has been such a force his last couple seasons. Now Herbert looks like he's going to be fucking ridiculous too to do. Yeah, man, the Raiders defense has got to be really good in order to compete now. Carr's got to keep playing as good as he played last season. Well, that's TBD. <sighs> the big TBD, considering we got a new, the whole new coaching staff and whatnot. I just saw today they decided to let Alec Ingold as free agency, the captain of the team, the uh, fullback, I would say star fullback, <sighs> no longer on the team. Very sad, very sad, very sad. I was, uh, he was one of my favorite players on the team. He was the undrafted rookie coming out of Wisconsin, who was the, uh, you know, adopted kid growing up and grew up in Green Bay, like super Packers. So like. That's the rumors that he might go there now, especially because Rich Bisaccia, who was the promoted to interim coach when Gruden was fired, he is now the special teams coach over there in Bay. So it's I go there to to help him out because he's the uh, he was big on special teams too. So fuck man, man, it was nice having you, Alec. Thank you for your time in Black. You were uh, fun to watch, very very fun to watch. I know beat out another guy that they had to a fullback to just even make the roster. That was pretty impressive. And then Smith, 41. I remember. Anyway, anyway, um, best of luck to wherever you go. Hopefully the Raiders can sometimes, you know, hopefully bring them back. I don't think that's going to be the plan, but like, we'll see. We'll see. He's gone. I know Corey Littleton, they they told him that they're not going to bring him back, that he'll be released sometime shortly. So uh, one of the linebackers in the new coaching staff, they're trying to put their own, own flavor, their own little touch on things. So we'll see how that goes. Be really well. I don't know. I don't want to judge people what decisions made right now, but kind of what we're doing. <laughs> So, so fuck it, fuck it, man. Big trades. The last trade, last quarterback moving or quarterback transaction of notes. The uh, Indianapolis Colts have traded Carson Wentz, traded for him last season. Now they're trading him out of the team and trading him away. Trading him to the Washington Commanders. Uh, Carson Wentz is a commie now. It's official. It's official. 
So the deal apparently is uh, for two third-round picks, one this year, one next year. So I want to say they gave up a first-rounder or two first-rounders for him, and now it's like has some diminished value. Apparently there was reports of a lack of leadership and his erratic play and just how crazy, you know, up how up and down he could be throughout a year, throughout a game, throughout a play, you know. Apparently there was some, I don't know, concern, concerns on that part. Locker room over or whatnot. There was a report that even if they w- they made the playoffs, they still would. There's people still pissed off at the way he handled shit. So, so yeah, he's off and now he's in Washington, and I guess he's gonna start over Heineke. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. See what Indy does too. They seem to be in like always looking for somebody ever since Luck decided to retire and hang it up. Yep, another I don't know situation going on over there. So, it happens. Well, and then this is the other one that just really pissed me off today. Another another trade, another trade. This is usually not this many trades that happen in the NFL, but there's another fucking trade. Chicago Bears traded Khalil Mack to the L.A. Chargers. For one second rounder and one sixth rounder. That's it. <laughs> All right. So, granted, I think he was injured a bit last season. I think he missed 10 games. His production wasn't as good as it was the first three years he was there in Chicago. The man is still very capable of being a beast out there. So, it's like him and Joey Bosa are now lined up on the same team. The Raiders gotta make sure they, they got their line in order, man. They got they need tight ends and backs chipping and all that shit. They need yeah. It's gotta mm, mm, that's that's gonna be tough. That's gonna be tough to deal with, man. Broncos for this whole time they had amazing defensive ends. Oh, Looks like the Chargers are going to be really good in that that spot, too. Fuck. But yeah, Mac is back in the West. It sucks the Raiders are going to have to play against him now all the time. That part of it's like unfortunate. And Raiders are going to have a tough schedule next year. Tough, tough go. Best of luck to that team. There's more and more talent. Keep going to this AFC West, and I think... Well, we'll see. We'll see if we can get three teams in. <laughs> like, because there's seven, there's 14 teams make it. There's seven in each conference. There's the four division winners, three. Can all four make it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. We'll see. Two of them made it last year Raiders and Chiefs won the division. So. Possible, it's doable, but I don't know. There was a chance that three of them could have made it. The Chargers could have got that tie and and done it, but <laughs> crazy, crazy shit, crazy shit, man. I don't know what's going on. NFL fucking off season. All right, what else going? On? <laughs> 
You guys care about baseball? It's back. <laughs> it was gone for a minute. Uh, they were in a lockout for 99 days. Today, today they ended the lockout. They apparently agreed to um, financial terms for the new CBA, collective bargaining agreement. Um, if you're not a sports fan nerd like myself, you're not into the minutia of uh, oh, <laughs> you know revenues and uh, minimum contracts and uh, arbitration, pre-arbitration salary, and, like all this craziness. Then like you wouldn't give a shit. You really wouldn't <laughs> give a shit. But uh, yeah, there was a lot of lot of ongoing discussions going on. So. Uh, Back and forth, there was a lot of uh, mudslinging from player side and owner side, and yeah, not kind of negotiations for a while. Like was MLB was playing hardball. It looked like for for a good chunk of it, they declared it a lockout. It didn't seem like they were negotiating very well for the first few months. Kind of try to put the players in a tough position. At that point, it looked like the the players were kind of trying to be in pat and stay true to the figures that they were trying to negotiate for. And, and then the owners were kind of, or the MLB was just kind of like, all right, now we'll come to the table and start going back and forth. But at the same time, they kind of were kind of digging their heels in the sand a bit in regards to like what they were doing in the negotiation table. So it's like, Really negotiating good faith prior to that, I don't think they were. So they kind of put the players in a tough position where it was just like, all right, today's the the deadline for us to like declare the full season. If you don't do it now, then if you don't accept our deal. We think is like a sweet deal for the owners. Then we'll screw you guys. We're we're canceling games, and you guys are losing part of your paycheck for the season. And so some of the players were like. All right, bullshit. <laughs> and it's been like two weeks of kind of doing that shit a little bit. So, like, they apparently pushed back the deadline like two or three different times, and then they, they would cancel. They were like, all right, first two series of the, of the season are canceled. The first six games. Okay, all right, first six, seven games. Okay, cool. And then, like, the next deadline got pushed, and it was just like a couple of days ago. They were like, all right, well, now another two series are canceled. So it's like, what are you going to do? And, like... All right, well, whatever, man. But uh, apparently they came to agreement today. Opening day will be April 7th. And they're just going to add two series to the end of the season. And they're going to make up the rest of the games using doubleheaders, which is like, they could have done that shit from the get-go. Like, you know, the, the, so they're going to play a full season regardless. So, like, they didn't really, they said they were canceling the game, but they didn't really cancel. So it's like, you know, it's like a lot of, it's a lot of like I said this, but like I don't really mean it because I'm negotiating. So it's like, what the fuck's really happening? What's really happening? Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. So baseball's back. We will have opening day. There will be popcorns being sold in the stands. There will be hot dogs sold, Cracker Jacks, a lot of beer at Dodger Stadium. You know, the whole the whole thing. The whole thing will be there. It's on the ground. Well, shebang. So that's cool. That'll that'll be going on. I think uh, players can report tomorrow, as soon as tomorrow. 
spring training. So I think they'll have a couple weeks of spring training, and then they'll get things started on the seventh. So yeah, back up and running. There's a couple changes now from this uh, after this collective bargaining agreement. So a couple big ones. Number one, the de- designated hitter is now going to be used in the National League and the American League. So bye bye to pitchers hitting. So that's no longer going to be a thing unless your name's Shohei Otani. Play DH, I guess. Um, yeah, that's one thing that's going to happen. Uh, there's now going to be an international draft. So. Right now, the way the system works is there's a a youth draft for all the players that play in the U.S. and Canada and Puerto Rico. Prior, Puerto Rico used to be considered an international uh, destination, but now they they got changed to move American draft, North American draft. So they they still take the players from those countries, regions, um, and they just draft them. And then every single draft slot has a certain salary assigned to it. So based off of where you're drafted is based off of how much money you can make. Well, for all the international players, what would happen is like uh, all these players are considered free agents. So as soon as they turn over the age of 16, they're technically allowed to sign with an MLB franchise at that point and, you know, play through the minors or whatnot or play through their youth systems. So... Uh, what happened was there'd be bidding wars for some of these players based off of how highly touted they were as prospects. So, so then it became kind of a crazy market where some kids could definitely make some life-changing money based off of how good they play baseball and how, you know, they caught the scouts eyes or whatnot. But, uh, it was also a very competitive and exploitative market. Um, there's a couple good documentaries that were put out there. There was one, Miguel Sano. Miguel Sano, he was in a document, a really good documentary that really talked about how, like, the youth. Oh, Pelotero, baseball player, Pelotero, that's what it is. Ball player, Pelotero, that's what it's called. It was a good one. Um, so, yeah. Like kind of the craziness was youth, youth, right? You know, going through the system over there in the Dominican Republic or in all these other countries that are really big into baseball. Um, so what that will do is, it, it, I don't. It's interesting because it's like there's still players who play in other international youth teams, so or not in, international professional teams. Excuse me. But like you know, the players in Korea, like you know, like Chibe Lote Giants. What's up? What's up? I got this jersey on because I was like, I don't know if a season's gonna happen, man. These guys might have to go to Korea or Japan to go play. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so you got players that play in Japan, you got players that still play in Korea and stuff. So like, when they come over, it they're like a free agent, and it becomes a bidding war uh, for their services. So that so I mean, any team can like negotiate their contracts. But um, yeah, I'm interested to see how that's gonna change some stuff. Because they've been saying that like the, the amount of players that have been coming out of Puerto Rico have been dropping since uh, they've been kind of included into like the whole draft system, because it doesn't incentivize like the young kids to really like you know bust their ass and ball out and try to like become pros, because uh, can't be can't get as rich quick I guess off of that stuff and you know, that, that signing bonus. Uh, what's happening, Stumpy? How you doing, bro? How you doing? Thank you for stopping by. Um, just doing my podcast, finishing up here, talking a little. Little little baseball, little sports shit. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen. So, so they got an international draft. That's kind of new. 
there's going to be a draft lottery, kind of how the NBA does it for the bottom six teams in MLB. Because uh, I guess they're going to try to incentivize teams not to tank because then you don't necessarily know how good your draft position is. Like, if you're the worst team in baseball, you would just worst team. You get pick number one. Now, if you're the worst team in baseball, you still might get pick number six. So it's like, it's not. The idea is, is like, all right, we got to try to win now because it's like if we try to suck really bad and get really good players at that point, now it's like, can't, that's not a guarantee. So it's not a guarantee that will happen. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that changes. See how that changes stuff. Um, yeah. Other changes. I mean, there's stuff in regards to, like, minimum contracts. I think that, that salary got raised. Negotiate that. There's, like, a lot of little nitty-gritty stuff in terms of transactions, like, changes that have happened. But, like, really, like, in the grand scheme of shit, it doesn't really matter to the whole lot of people. <laughs> like, unless you're, like, a real deep baseball nerd into that shit. So, yeah. Um I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Thank you for stopping by after work. Uh, I'll do a little. I'll to play some music after this show right now. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, MLB's coming back. There's a whole bunch of players who didn't weren't able to sign prior to the off season happening, uh, or it's this whole lockout happening in the off season. So there's still some like pretty good players that are gonna be signing with other teams a week or two, and uh, might be some trades that happen. I, the A's are probably going to get rid of all their good players, which fucking sucks. But um, the whole, yeah, being a barrier baseball fan, not really necessarily picking one side between the A's and the Giants. It was like, my whole excuse was just like, well, there's a designated hitter on one team, not on the other. They play different styles. I like watching the contrast. So I was like, all right, I'm kind of root for both of them. But now they're kind of like similar. They're like the rules aren't different for the leagues anymore so like these are just so frustrating to roof like man i have to just throw my hat over to the giants the whole time the whole way i don't know i don't know i mean i've already been celebrating the, their successes in the past before already i feel like i'm kind of deep into that shit on that side already but i don't know fuck it fuck it fuck it um this is riveting stuff, guys. What else happened in my life? Um, yeah, NBA basketball is still going on. Been watching some more of those games. Watched some of like the the primetime games this happened this past weekend. I was able to go to a game last week. Went with my uh, my sister and my brother. There it was cool to be hang be able to hang with them. And yeah, so we went to the Lakers Clippers game, and I got to see LeBron James play basketball in person. That was kind of cool. But uh, the Lakers really blew. <laughs> like, they got demolished. Reggie Jackson, like, was dancing all over them. He had, like, 36 points. He was just dropping threes, raining them down everywhere. And, like, he made Russell Westbrook fall over at one point and trip him. Really embarrassing. Dude, he got on the highlight reel and everything. It was bad. Um, yeah, all the Laker fans were all salty, getting all pissed off. And... It was a very, very sour mood <laughs> for most of the arena, even though the Clippers were technically the home team. But, like, come on. Um, first time in Crypto.com arena, too. I don't know, fucking name change. 
ex staples center and all this shit so <laughs> my brother noticed he's like hey they don't even have a sign up yet <laughs> and like <laughs> i told him that uh bitcoin's gotta go up a bit before they can afford that shit <laughs> they just they just had like signs like towards the bottom like near in entrances but they didn't have like the big sign on top of the arena like all staples center used to have it <laughs> yeah man dubs look really good man the warriors are looking like a title contender once again there's a couple teams I was able to watch last week that I haven't watched a lot of. Uh, Memphis, I know. I got to see a little bit of them. I got to see Cleveland play. They're pretty good this season. Um, dude, I was watching a little bit of that Boston Celtics versus uh, Brooklyn Nets game. When Adam put up like 56 on him, I was like, ooh, that boy was on fire. Oh, man, he had some crazy moves in the fourth quarter. A couple good buckets, man. So, uh, but yeah, it's been exciting. Basketball is happening. Um, the game we went to, LeBron did so-so, but like the fucking next game, they play the Warriors at home and LeBron goes off for like 50, 50 something. I'm like, where the fuck? I had like 54 points. I'm like, where the fuck was that? Like the, the, the game before where I showed up, man. Like what the hell, man? I'm not a Laker fan or nothing, but I'm like, damn, I want to, I wanted to see that shit happen, man. Like, come on. We had like tickets up in the nosebleed and I could see LeBron's fucking bald spot all the way from up there, man. Like his shit was, was glistening. As, as as somebody who's who's follically challenged myself, man, LeBron, you just just take the fucking Clippers to it, man. I know you're a Laker, but take the Clippers to your hair, bro. Come on, come on, man, take that shit down. The fucking you know, the, the shaving kit out and just take it down, man. Just take it down. It's about time, man. No one's gonna give you shit, bro. <laughs> like, come on, come on. So yeah, um. Man, my Sacramento Kings are fucking garbage. They're not going to make the playoffs again. Like, I already know. They're only four games back of the 10 seed. Really? Really? I don't even... I don't think they've, made, they've won four in a row this whole season. Like, Sacramento, man. I do like Sabonis. He's got a little bit of fuck you and got the little little mean streak, and I like the way he plays. So, so so hopeful about how he'll fit in with the franchise moving forward he's he's got he's got some grit and he's got some toughness and he kind of plays the way that i would like as like a, a big man be able to play got a little inside outside game versatile pass the ball a little bit but he's real hard nose on defense not the most athletic guy kind of how i played i guess but he's tough nose and he's willing to get himself dirty or whatnot um i've liked this game since i've seen him at Gonzaga. Um, Got to call some of his games when I was in college. That was pretty cool. Uh, so now I get to say that now in uh, on my favorite team, which is which is kind of dope. But uh, yeah, I don't think they're fucking doing shit this year, man. Like I was gonna give it a week or two, see what happened. But man, they fucking lost to the Mavericks without Luca. They lost to OKC. Like I had like some bad losses the last couple of weeks. Like there's no there's no hope. There's no hope left. There's no hope left yet for Sacramento, man. Um, but yeah, man, it is, it's going to be interesting to see because right now it looks like the, the East is like pretty damn competitive, like in the thick of thing because the, the West, I mean, there's a couple top teams and there's a little bit of a, a of a break there. See the, let's see the current standings. Let's see what we're looking at. Yeah. Cause on the West side, Phoenix, they just wrapped up. They clinched playoff spot yesterday. Get the victory. They don't even have Chris Paul right now. I think he's gone for like another four weeks or so. 
um, the broken wrist or bum wrist. So yeah, Phoenix is the one. Memphis right now is the two. They're only a game up on the Warriors. Um, they're the three seed. Uh, Utah is the four seed, three games back of Golden State. Dallas is the five spot, one game, game and a half back. Denver at six. Their same record. Minnesota's there at seven. Hey, Minnesota, Minnesota getting getting hot. Minnesota getting hot. All right, get climbing up the rankings a little bit. I see you. I see you, T Wolves. Man, that guy, um, Ant Man, Anthony Edwards. That dude is. He's gonna be. He's pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty damn good. Pretty fun to watch. Uh, more of his highlights, man. That dude can jam. So they're in the seventh spot. The Clippers right now are in the eighth. There's a gap between the T Wolves and the Clippers of uh, and a half games. So Clippers in eight. Right now the Lakers are in nine. They're <laughs> five and a half back of the Clippers, so they're not going to catch them. Um, but the Pelicans are right behind the Lakers. They're kind of coming on. They just picked, they traded CJ McCollum. They're trying to get him in the wins. Get things going. Brandon Ingram. Zion Williamson's picking up a basketball again now. Hey, 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 what's going to happen? He's probably not playing this season, but you know. See, we'll see. So they are game and a half back of the Lakers. Have a game and a half lead on the Trailblazers at 11. Trailblazers are 11. Birds are 12, then the Kings are 13. Like Sacramento, you're not, not doing it this year. Fucking doing it this year, and you're setting a goddamn record with fucking. You haven't made a fucking playoffs in like 16 seasons. Fucking damn it, dude. There's more than half the league. All right, done. Done. They, they made it fucking 10. You can't even make it, man. Garbage. All right, let's go to the Eastern Conference. Uh, <laughs> Miami Heat, man, they're being surging, man. They're, they're the number one seed. Two games back, there's Milwaukee. Philly's a game back of them at the three seed. The Bulls, they're kind of still, still hurt a bit. They are a half game back of Philly in the four spot. Boston's in the five spot, a half game back of Cleveland is in the sixth spot, a game back of them. So, like, dude. One through six are only five games separating them. And between two and six, it's only three games. So it's like three game difference between but it is it is bunched up there in the Eastern. A lot of those teams are pretty damn good, man. Um Chicago, they got off to that really big parcels on right now it looks like they're kind of the team that's looking to kind of, you know, drop down. Cleveland's dropped down a little bit too. Falling off, not completely, but just a little bit. Falling down the rankings. Uh, Toronto, they're in the seventh spot. Still solid squad, still solid squad. Brooklyn, they're in the eighth spot. Won a few games the last couple weeks. They were in a really bad streak when KD wasn't there. So he's just came back, giving them, they got a big victory today over the, the 76ers. Harden did not show up tonight. But uh, Ben Simmons did that on the bench. <laughs> and he got booed repeatedly. That happens. Yeah, Brooklyn. Fuck. And Brooklyn would be the one. 
you just you just don't want to play Brooklyn in that first round. So like they they might get a rematch with Milwaukee if they get up to the seventh spot. Probably playing the Heat though. We'll see. We'll see. Right now Charlotte is right behind them. Down two. They're two games behind Brooklyn. Tied with Atlanta for that spot. Nine and ten. People behind them with Washington. Game and a half back of Atlanta. Split. Maybe, maybe. Pacers, Pistons, Magic Side. I guess you're here. Um, yeah, that's kind of your NBA outlook. Another, what, month and a half left of Exactly a month. Actually, eight percent the last. There you have it. Got a month left of games. Now's the time to in and figure out who the but before that shit. Yeah, that's about it for now. <laughs> that's all I really want to talk about. I got to throw all my topics today, but uh. That's the show, man. This is the Puro Caballero Show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Give us a follow on Instagram at the Puro Caballero Show. Tune in everywhere you tune into podcasts. Um, we're live on Twitch every so often. <laughs> I ain't got no set schedule, goddammit. Uh, we're still living. We're still living. We're adjusting. I'm trying to get on here as much as I can, but you know how it is. You know how it is. Uh, yeah, doing it on Twitch. We up on YouTube. Give us a follow. Give us a subscription. Please subscribe. Please, 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 please hit that button. Uh, it does you little, but does us a lot. So thank you so much. Appreciate everybody who's tuned into the show so far. And uh, yeah, working on getting some guests in here in the next few weeks. So once that's settled and trying to get this studio a little bit uh, re reorganized and rearranged. So uh, so yeah, we got a little bit of work ahead of us in the next couple of weeks, but uh, we're up and doing it and we moving. So so yeah, tune in. Um. Come to Thai Angel Bar on the 22nd and come to all our shows. Give me a follow at Puro Caballero. That's P-U-R-O-C-A-B-A-L-L-E-R-O. Where are you going to go? Um, do that. Give us a follow Out of Breath Productions. Big shout out to VJ as well. Co-producer. Extraordinaire. Graphics design team and promotion team. Fucking do everything. We all wear all these hats. Um, so yeah, give him a follow. SupremeGuy.biz on Instagram. Our production page, Out of Breath Productions. O U T T A, one word. Out of Breath, B R E A T H Productions. P R O D U C E I O N S. <laughs> Out of Breath Productions. Yes, I can still spell. Um. <laughs> fuck's going on yeah so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be doing comedy and shit so just give me a follow and i'll be posting all about that stuff but uh but we'll talk to you next time all right this has been episode 105 hey i hope you all have a happy mario day whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> i just i just loaded all these bitches up just for this <laughs> we laugh we go. and there we went so uh that's been the episode thank you so much y'all been amazing thank you until next time <laughs>